But even yeah. saying Jesus ascended to the dead, what exactly does that mean uh, even? And I think it's more, it's more, it's, it's easier to, to understand. And I mean, he did. Wherever the dead go, that's where he went, obviously. Hello, welcome to the PonderCast, where it's okay to think differently about the Bible and theology. Let's get pondering. Welcome back to the PonderCast. Ooh, that was almost a little rhymey there. <laughs> I don't think there's a rhyme there. I don't uh, think you can make that. Okay. Well, oh, I'm tired. Oh, my goodness. We're both kind of tired. It's just been a train wreck of a week, it feels like. Uh, yeah, it's, but been, it's been busy, yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. That is a terrible way to start an episode, but I'm glad that you're here with us. And we're mm -hmm. doing something different this week. We're going back to the beginning. Uh, we kind of did something like this in August where we had an episode called What Did We Miss? And we mm -hmm. briefly touched on different things. But this week, we want to uh, replay an episode uh, called uh, What Happened When Jesus Died, where we discuss did Jesus go to hell uh, when he died, as uh, talked about in the Creed. First, before I get there, how are you doing, Drew? Uh, good. Tired, like you said, but uh, I'm doing well, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. It's been a ridiculous week. Ridiculous. Just, I don't know why. I feel like it's just every day it's like something's going on and I'm busy every day and hmm. sleep schedules are all messed up. And, yeah, it's just ridiculous. And then Thanksgiving, so you're trying to make plans for that. Happy Thanksgiving to all you mm -hmm. folk out there. This will come out probably after Thanksgiving. Yeah, so I hope you had a one. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Had lots of uh -huh. turkey. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been a busy week leading up to Thanksgiving. So we're not there yet <laughs> as we're talking. But yeah, it's been uh, quite busy for sure. Yep. Yeah. So as I was saying, we want to kind of go back. We want to maybe talk about it a little bit uh, this episode and then we'll let you guys listen to it again. But the reason that we're replaying this episode Next week, we want to talk about just the general doctrine of hell. We're going to go down that rabbit hole, uh, or as uh, as Ned Flanders would call it, H-E double toothpicks. So <laughs> Ned Flanders, that's where you're getting your theology these days, hey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the second time in a, in a row that I've been quoting from. I know, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, that's a good point to make. We'll, we're going to look at the doctrine of hell coming up. Mm -hmm. And so we thought it would be ideal and kind of good to kind of refresh our memory of what we talked about then. However, I think my view has changed. I flipped back and forth about two or three times on this idea of where did Jesus go when he died? Mm. I got flipped. I was like, no, there's no way he could go to hell. And then after we heard it, I was like, eh, why do I, yeah, I think he could have went to hell. That's, that's possible. But now, studying my doc the doctrine of hell and seeing where I kind of land in it, not to give my view away right away here, we have to wait for next week. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, oh, maybe Jesus didn't go to hell. And so I'm like flipping mm -hmm. back and forth, and I realize what I believe about hell kind of determines what I'm going to believe about what happened to Christ when he died. Like, mm -hmm. it's, oh, yeah. they're going to be connected in some way. So oh, absolutely. I got to do some figuring out there as far as what I, what I think. But needless to say, this episode on where just go died, I I don't think what I said in it I still believe now, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but 
but it, some of it is still true, I think. So, well, and we'll definitely get into that more next week. Uh, but one thing I'll say: what happens in this episode, the the stuff that we talk about, it, Jesus going to hell, it really depends on the view that hell is a realm. Uh, mm-hmm. that it's, a, it's an actual place because there are different views of hell that we're going to get into next week more like annihilationism uh mm-hmm. things like that and yeah. uh i've i've been preaching through ephesians these last few weeks i think i just got to part four of ephesians in chapter at the end of chapter two the reason i bring that up is that paul talks a lot about he uh the heavenly places he uses that phrase a lot heavenly places he calls mm-hmm. Satan the prince of the power of the air. He talks about, uh, in Colossians, the kingdom of darkness. So I think from a biblical standpoint, uh, especially in Paul's thinking, there seems to be these two realms where there's the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And Jesus went to the, to the realm of darkness I'm getting this from Paul where it says that uh, maybe I'm wrong in this, but it's interesting that when he says in Colossians that he trampled the, the, the domain of darkness or he, uh, he trampled uh, these principalities and powers on the cross. It's almost as if he went into that domain and trampled them. Does that mean that he went into the hell that we think of today? Uh, I think this, I think, what I'm talking about is going to influence my uh, view of hell. And, and, and as we get into that mm-hmm. conversation next week, where we have these two uh, kingdoms uh, that are battling it out, it's almost this dualism. And of course, one kingdom defeats the other. Uh, and so I really like... Spoiler alert. I, <laughs> we're going to... If you listen to this episode again, maybe you've listened to it already and uh, you don't want to listen, but uh, maybe you do now that we've been saying some of these things. My point in all this is that on the on Easter Sunday, Jesus was the victorious king. He had his flag of victory and his crown. I love that art uh, where Jesus is the victorious king. The only way that a king is victorious is by going into the king into another kingdom and defeating it or 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 defeating the kingdom that comes into their domain so there's kind of that uh that that nuance there that has to be considered where uh right jesus defeated these evil forces and uh, that's really something to consider in this discussion and i think that's something that i talk about in this episode i i don't think yeah i don't think i've necessarily changed my view of go of jesus going into hell I think maybe I've thought about hell a little bit differently now as I've been preaching through Ephesians and wrestling this, hmm. and especially to do, yeah. especially relating to the episode I did with Jeremy on the divine council that has really kind of changed my right. yeah, yeah. on, on things a little bit more, even in having that conversation with him and thinking about these two kingdoms uh, and how much influence they actually had on earth. Whereas we think just that hell and heaven are so separated from earth. Whereas I think there's much more of an overlap of the two on earth where these two kingdoms are battling it out. 
which kingdom which kingdom had dominion over the earth and what kingdom has dominion on the earth now and i think that's the important thing here i'm uh i'm not letting you talk though i don't that's know if you have anything say. else to add also i was gonna say that's a lot to say about this episode but uh that's good this is anyways the whole point of this prelude is just kind of tell you what's going to happen why we're playing this episode why mm-hmm. for you listeners you should listen to this and kind of have your idea as next week we are going to uh, mm-hmm. attack the idea of what do believe believe about hell what what is it is it eternal conscious torment is it annihilationism is it universalism is it you know I mean, all these different things is there a hell does it exist so that's hopefully we're going to tackle next week and this is kind of just a preamble Hmm. to yep. that yeah preamble that's a word right preamble preamble yep yep preamble right on we're enticing you to join us next week so listen to this episode and then i'm sure well hopefully we'll we'll come back to this topic not as not as lengthy as we do this time for this episode mm-hmm. but we'll come back to it next week because as you say our view of hell does play into this question yeah. uh so we want to we want to address it Enjoy yeah hopefully episode. you guys yeah, enjoy this episode. Remember, keep pondering. Well, as some of you may or may not recall, if you listened to our last podcast, the, the pilot episode, we talked about how um, our first podcast would be about where did Jesus go when he died? And so that's the question we're going to kind of look at today. Um, and we want to kind of take it like like the ponder cast is supposed to be. We want to kind of think differently and think outside the box and think and, and allow ourselves to think differently. So we're going to try to take that question. Where did Jesus go when he died? And just kind of see, see different views of it by looking at scripture, but then also looking at church history, our backgrounds, and you just kind of see where it goes. If you're okay with that, Perry, does that sound good? Oh, absolutely. Sounds good. Oh, absolutely. Oh, right on. Sounds good. Well, perfect. Perfect. So I think, <laughs> I think just to start, because I think like whenever we do theology, we should start with um, scripture, right? Amen. Would you concur? Amen. Amen. All right. So there's only, Perry, I don't know if you knew this or not, but there's only like two kind of texts that really talk about Jesus descending and two texts that people use. So I'll read those two texts and then uh, we'll go from there. Sound good? All right. So. Ephesians 4, 9, and 10 is one of the texts that people kind of run to um, when this idea, where did Jesus go when he died? And so it says, it says, actually we'll start in verse 7. So Ephesians 4, verse 7. But to each of us, grace has been given as Jesus Christ apportioned it. That is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. In verse 9, it says, what does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions. He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. So that's one text. That's Ephesians 9, or Ephesians 4, rather. And then the other text is found in uh, 1 Peter chapter 3, starting verse 18. It says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. And then it says, he was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. After being made alive, he went and proclaimed, or went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits, to those who were disobedient long ago, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah, while the ark was being built. 
and, and continuing on. And so I just want to start by reading those two texts because those are really essentially what we have when it says Jesus descended. Um, there's other texts that allude to Christ's death, other texts that allude to um, his ascension, and other texts that talk about death and resurrection. But these ones actually say he descended somewhere. Okay, um, and, and we're going and we're and, so, and we're go and we're going from the uh, we're taking this from the view of the Apostles' Creed that says uh, the 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 old Apostles' Creed, anyways, that Jesus descended into hell, uh, which is where we're taking, which is where we're trying to um, kind of see what Scripture says about that. Yeah. So so let's start there, actually, Perry. What what are your thoughts on that? Because I know. Um, Recently, I, I was talking to uh, a family member, and they said their church actually changed. Like, they didn't change the Apostle Creed, but the idea that the Apostle Creed has changed from descended to hell um, and changed, he descended into death or descended into into um, the dead, the realms of the dead, to the dead. Yeah. So, do you think that's a, a poor uh, change? Do you think that's wrong? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, is that something that we shouldn't have, they shouldn't have done? Is that. Uh, a problem you think no i don't think it's a problem because okay first of all uh, i will say it doesn't necessarily change the m- meaning of it i think it helps right. us i think it helps to say that collectively on a sunday morning because not everybody's going to agree that jesus descended into hell uh right so yeah. as a congregation i think it's easy for us to just I'm fine on a Sunday morning declaring together Jesus ascended to the dead. Cause that's true. I think we can all agree. Right. Jesus ascended to the dead. Uh, right. I think we chafe at, and I know that I definitely kind of go oh, with that, with that whole, um, with, the, with the line that Jesus descended into hell. Why in the yeah. world did he descend into hell? Uh, what does that even mean? But even yeah. saying Jesus ascended to the dead, what exactly does that mean uh, even? And I think it's more, it's more, it's, it's easier to, to understand. And I mean, he did. Wherever the dead go, that's where he went, obviously. Uh, but we're trying to wrestle right. with that, with the, with the line, he descended into hell. Um, right. And, and what, what did that mean, right? Like who, who was there? Well, who would he make proclamation to in 1 Peter? Like who is he talking to? No, Why? Exactly. Like all these, all these questions come from it. Um, I think it's funny. I don't think it's like, um, okay. So I, I was talking with an, a different family member, actually. My mom actually said that she said, I think Lord of the Rings is shaping my theology. I was like, what? I hear that <laughs> a lot. I hear that a lot. Right. Okay. Right. And so there's a scene in the second movie or the, well, it's like the end of the first beginning of the second where Gandalf fights the, the monster goes down and fights the hmm. bell rock, I think it is. And all people are like, okay, is that because there's lots of typography, like there's tons of different things happening in that movie that you can relate to the Bible, like tons. And uh, it's like, is that Jesus descending into hell, fighting death? And like, mm-hmm. it, like, and it's been attributed to that. And I don't think it happened like that. Because I don't think Jesus fought this thing to the depths of the earth. 
that's my view. Like, it, like it wasn't a huge battle. I don't what do you mean he didn't fight this thing? Well, I mean, because he died, right? Jesus died, and I think he um, descended to the dead, or descended into death because that's what dying is dying is going to death then it was now it's not now it is being with christ right dying is being with christ for those mm-hmm. who who um profess proclaim that and so i think when christ died he went to death because that's just that's what happens when you you died right but i don't think there's this 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 battle because i mean God is more powerful than than hell, death, the grave, Satan, whatever, right? Like if you read Revelation, Christ comes. There's no battle. Like he just wins. Like, dude, I mean, there's no huge battle of Armageddon and all this happens. Like, no, Christ just wins. Because he, because he, there is, there is battle language though about the cross. There is, there is language about right. okay, that. Yeah, G- yeah. Like Colossians, Paul talks yeah. about that at that the cross, uh, Jesus defeated all principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle of them. That is very much right. language that that the first century audience would have understood. That uh, right. when when the when the victorious uh, party when 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 uh, one side had victory over their enemies. What would they do? They would drag yep. their enemies through the streets to to show that we are victorious, and they're making a public spectacle right. of them. And that's what Paul is saying about the cross: is that it's not. And I and I, I mean that even go like even in, in 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 Corinthians where he says the cross, it looks foolish, but actually it's a means of victory. So yeah. Uh, so what I would say is. Because this goes back to Genesis uh, chapter three, like at the fall, where where God yeah. where God curses the serpent, which is uh which is Satan, and I mean it's the evil forces there. He's yeah. where he says the seed that's coming is going to crush your head. That means defeat. Uh, and so, what happened at the cross? Jesus died. Well, we even he- read here. That he was put to death in the flesh, like this is. Uh, I'm going back to First uh, Peter here. Jesus is put to death in the flesh, and we and, and we see that that is that crushing of Satan's head, that defeat of Satan. Yeah. But he was made alive in the spirit, so not not everything of Jesus died, but but he but he went into the realm of death. Uh, and, yeah. and he well, went exactly, and proclaimed that, to the spirits in prison. So, what exactly? So, we'll bring, hey, is, so bringing it back to the point. Bring it back to the point. Then, what does that mean? The realm, like, what is this realm of the dead? Right. Right. Because we, some people say, "Oh, that's hell," obviously, but there, there's many different ideas what that is, what that looks like. Right. Some people say, "Absolutely." Yeah, that's just that's hell. Whatever. But, I mean, there's tons of different views. So, so like, just um, what do you like? What are your thoughts on that then? Like, what is the realm of the dead? Where did Jesus descend to? Well, this is we get so many different views of the afterlife in the New Testament, and even like even the Old Testament yeah. is, is pretty vague. Like, we we read. Uh, I was reading the Psalms last night, and uh, the Psalms says Sheol. 
well, it's Sheol, simply the realm of the dead. Yeah. yeah. The view of the afterlife is obviously evolved throughout the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Oh, and it's for obviously, sure. yeah, and I absolutely. think it's definitely evolved from the first century till now. Uh, we definitely have a different view of the afterlife than, than the first century Christians, I would, I would think. Because, okay, let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's think about the different views of the afterlife that we see in the, in the, Old, in the New Testament. Jesus tells a parable of Abraham's bosom. Okay, that's a parable, yeah. but there's obviously some kind of they would have under they would have seen that as some kind of view of the afterlife. What was Abraham's yeah. bosom? The righteous went to Abraham's bosom. Um, right. And then there was like a different place for the unrighteous that we see in this parable. Like there's he Right. Well, I'm not so, I don't I don't like getting my view of the afterlife from that parable but it it shows us something interesting about their understanding of the afterlife so so the thing is then is did did jesus go to abraham's bosom when he died because technically that'd be a realm of the dead right right like that is a realm of the dead right but it says so you could easily say this and say so go ahead it says that he proclaimed to the spirits in prison so there's obviously There's obvious, the where the place that he went. There's spirits that are being, um, that are that are not in. They're not living in peace. It seems like. Go ahead. Well, yeah, but but even if there's a like Old Test, like people in the Old Testament, Joshua, Moses, like at like all these people, Abraham, they they weren't living in peace because they weren't fully with God yet. Like you can make that argument. Well, you weren't fully with God because you're still imprisoned in a sense. You're not fully with God. So if, if Christ went to Abraham's bosom when he died, if that's a play, like you mean, if we take that parable and go with it, um, they're still imprisoned spirits, right? They're, they're right. imprisoned. Oh, in the exactly. fact they're not fully. So like, I mean, you could take it very easily and say, Oh yeah. First Peter's talking about those believers who followed God, who, God had a covenant relationship with those people who Jesus visited and now they're risen to be with Christ forever, like with, with God forever. Mm-hmm. Not that's that. I mean, and you can even flip to um, like when Christ is risen from the dead, it says like people are risen with him. Like, I don't know if you've, I, I realize that um, this Easter actually I was reading it. And like when Christ was risen from the dead, it says like many holy people who had died were raised to life. Oh, when he's so when crucified. Dead, when he's yeah. crucified in okay. Matthew. Yeah, in Matthew 27, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection. They came out of the tombs. That's verse 53. And so like, who are those people? So like, there's, there's all these different um, ideas of where where are these imprisoned spirits? What are they? And you're right. One is it's Abraham's bosom. And that's where Jesus went when he died and he brought people up. And that was the realm of the dead. That, that's one view, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of what I was kind of researching. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I agree with that view, but that's one view. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and I, and um, I'm, I'm trying to make the point though, that there's, there's, there's this view in the new Testament seems like where, there's a place where people go and it's almost like an intermediate state. Um, 
like, <laughs> kind of like a purgatory kind well, of thing. Well, that's what it seems like. That's honestly what it, it seems does, like. Yeah. And I can understand yeah, where that like. where that doctrine has come from. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to get that book. Because um, isn't it like Thessalonians? You get brought up to the air. Isn't that Thessalonians well, says you're going to be waiting? I mean, that's, a, different, mean, like, that's a whole different can of worms there. Wow. But it's still a middle. Like it sound, it sounds like a middle place. I'm just saying. But anyway, sorry. Continue that what seems you're saying. more to do with this. That's where the theology of the rapture comes from. Is from that, from that. Uh, okay. From that passage, which let's not okay. even go. Let's different not even different go podcast, there. different time. Different <sighs> yeah. podcast. Different time. <laughs> There's different views of the of the afterlife in the New Testament, and 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 even when Jesus is on the cross, and the thief says to him, take me into your king. Will you receive me into your kingdom? And what does Jesus say? Today, you'll be with me in paradise. Okay. Right. Well, paradise is obviously like paradise. That language kind of goes back to the garden of Eden. It's like, that's a good yeah, place it to sound be. Like, it doesn't sound like hell, right? It doesn't sound like exactly. hell. So and, if Jesus went to hell, he's not in paradise. <laughs> right. So how do we yeah. deal with these two seem like conflicting views where, where Jesus himself <laughs> says he went into he went to paradise, whereas Peter, who's inspired by the Holy Spirit, said, uh, oh, I don't have it Send here, it but he, he 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 went in he went to the spirits into the into lower regions to preach to the spirits in prison. Yeah. And, well, and, well, hey, and not to not to preach, not to preach, to proclaim. I, I think there's a difference there. Well, it's an important same difference. thing. Same thing. Well, no, is it? He's not trying to convert people. Well, that's not what preaching is. Well, but he's he's proclaiming what he has done. He's not. Um, he's pre- oh, I see what you're saying. There's no. There's no well, mess. Whatever. There's no nothing. Well, no. There's a di- like I like. There's no nothing that people can do to change where they are, what they've happened. Like, I don't want to get into this, this love wins kind of thing. And you know, like everyone makes it to heaven. Like, you oh, mean, I, like see. I think I that's see. dangerous. If we say he's pulling people out of there and bringing them up to heaven, I don't want to, I think that that's a wrong, poor interpretation mm, of it. Right. Can I, can I go ahead and give a different view of what this death looks like? Yeah, of course. All right. So I was, I was kind of doing some research and, and, a couple scholars actually thought this is this place where Christ ascended, this um, imprisoned spirits or this realm of the dead was actually, because in first Peter, it says um, to those who were disobedient in the days of Noah a long time ago. Right. So that, that's what first Peter says. So it's kind of random. It talks about Noah and it's kind of this weird idea. Um, and so lots of people reference it to the Nephilim in Genesis six talks about angels who came down, um, intermingled and intermarried with women, had children, and that was the Nephilim. Those angels then were cast into this the pit, and that's where Christ went. And so then they they take that and they reference Jude. I'm just going to read a quick section of Jude, okay? Because it, it it ties into this idea. So Jude verse six and seven says the angels who did not keep their positions of authority, but abandoned their proper dwelling, he is kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. And it talks about Sodom and Gomorrah a bit. So some people have said, okay, so Jesus descended there. That's where he went. He went to these, these angels that were imprisoned for the day of judgment later. 
mm-hmm. and proclaimed that he has conquered, defeated death on the cross. I don't know where I stand with that. That theory seems like there's a lot of holes. Like, I, don't know, I feel like, I mean, it's, it's, it's good, but I feel like there's, there's ways you could kind of uh, fight against that a bit. But it was an interesting theory nonetheless. Like, it's not something you just throw out, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Worth consideration. So is that, where, where is that then? Is that, is that place in hell? Who knows? Like there, I think, it's, I, think there, I, I, go ahead. There seems to be a place for the unrighteous and a, and a place for the righteous. Or do, what do you think? <laughs> well, I think you could get into a really deep theology in, are there levels of heaven? Are there level like you mean like because there there's a different there's a whole spectrum of what people think heaven and hell are like, right? Some people think, oh yeah, there's levels, of course, and there's different levels you'll be at, and you get that from different parables, right? And um, he'll be greater in the kingdom of God than you mean like in different parables it talks about. Um, you can definitely see how levels of heaven could come out of parables, is what I'm saying. And so you could, if you believe that, and that's your theology, it'll shape how you view what Christ, where Christ went when he died. Did he go to a level of hell? Did he go to, you know what I mean? Like, and there, there's, there's different ways. And so from my research, the idea of this pit where angels are held for the day of judgment is kind of like a, I don't know, I don't want to sound crass or kind of flippant, but it's kind of like a subsection of hell, I guess. This is the idea, right? It's mm-hmm. like the, the pit, this abyss. Yeah, I don't know exactly what to make of it or where it'd be. I can't give a firm answer because I don't know, right? Like, it's right. like, we just don't know. And I think uh, one view, okay, so trying to reconcile Jesus' words that he went to paradise and this doctrine yeah. that Jesus went into hell. Uh, one church father, his name is Hilary of uh, Poitiers, I think it's, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he was from the fourth right. century. I right. don't know much about him, uh, but it's it's a. This might be one way to help people reconcile these two views because he said that okay, this is what he writes: when he descended to, to Hades, hell. Mm-hmm. If he that's was never, the same, is that the same as hell? I'm just saying. There's sorry. Well, continue. Hades seems to be. Uh, the, the realm of the dead, really, but it says right. that he yeah. was never yeah. absent from paradise, just as he was always in heaven when he was preaching on earth as the Son of Man. Uh, and he promises the, the thief a home there and held out, held out to him the transports of perfect happiness. Uh, for the Lord who, is, who was to descend to Hades was also to dwell in paradise, separate, if you can, from his in, indivisible nature, a part which could fear punishment. Send the one part of Christ to Hades to suffer pain. The other you must leave in paradise to reign. Uh, so it seems like there's a contradiction here. Um, but he's saying that when you, when you recognize Christ's two natures, he was at the, he was at the same time both divine and human. Um, we can right. see that he was, he was both present uh, in paradise and in this realm of Hades. The dead. So you'd say um, 
the omnipresence of God is what's being kind of acted out here. Christ being in two places at once. The humanity of Christ or the divinity of like or does that not matter? Well, the humanity of Christ is on earth when he died. Like his body was on earth. Right. So his it says yeah. in in first Peter his, his spirit, flesh yeah, his, his flesh spirit. died. His spirit was made alive. And what he's trying to say right. is so that his spirit was in two places. Right. And I have a hard time with that as well. Yeah. But I mean it's a view out there and it's it's a way to reconcile these two things. And I think he he might have a I mean he's smarter than I am, let's be honest. Uh but <laughs> uh but even in Ephesians where Paul talks about uh in um in, in Ephesians two where he says those who are in Christ have been made alive and are seated in heavenly places. Right. Okay. Interesting. So, I mean, there's even that dichotomy there uh, where it right. seems it's, it's like, it's like this paradox we're, There's some tension here. And I think, yeah, we're that, here, but we're also there. Right. Like we're both. So I think that yeah. that is one way that to reconcile it. And right. I think that's where I'm going to land for now. Is that well, I, like, I'm, I, I'm okay saying Jesus went into hell because Jesus had to descend to, had to descend to earth to die on earth to defeat evil mm-hmm. on earth. But then I think he went to the very realm of evil to defeat evil in its very place. So his flesh, like each had to go to every realm. It seems like, he had to descend to every realm in order to defeat evil, to defeat evil on earth. We see that uh, even at the beginning of his ministry, when Satan tempts him and, and Jesus has victory over Satan, even in that moment. So we see these, these images of, or these pictures of Jesus defeating evil on earth. So for, to me, it makes sense that he would go like it, it, it all has to do with Jesus defeated death so that when he rose again, as Paul says, he can say, "O oh, death, where is your sting? Uh, o oh, death, where is your victory?" And that's right. that's the good news. That's the good news because, right there. Because really, I mean, th- I was going to ask that question. We kind of just went on a rampage there and answered my question before I even asked it. So I was going to say, "Well, okay, it doesn't matter um, what we call it. Where Jesus went when he died, hell, Hades, death, whatever." Is it not more important what he did? Do you mean like, I'm not saying we shouldn't have a view on it. It's not saying we shouldn't have a theology on where Christ went when he died. However, it doesn't change the fact that when he died and when he was risen again, death, hell, the grave was defeated, right? And and I think that's that's what we kind of miss when we, when we, if we focus too much on where did he go? Like, does it more so than what did he do? What did Mm -hmm. he do when he died? Mm-hmm. I think I would disagree with the fact that he went to hell, <laughs> but I mean, I don't, and like, I'm not trying to say that just cause I want to disagree with you. Although that is fun at times, but um, I think it's more of a, I, I, I'm just not quite there yet. You know, I'm, I'm mm. still kind of doing my own research and just trying to, trying to see the other side of it just cause I don't read in scripture clearly that it says that. Right. right, like it, it, it references, and we can use apostles' creed. We can use these Nicene creeds, where it says he went to hell. Okay, and that I'm not saying those aren't important. I'm not saying those aren't, um, 
biblical or not good, but they're not inspired scripture, right? Like, like they're not inspired scripture, right? They're, they're written by church father, which is, like I said, I'm not nothing against them at all. Like they're great resources, good for um, community worship, good for uh, the church to recite. I think I think it's beneficial, but I'm just saying it's not scripture. I don't think scripture says he went to hell. And so that's mm-hmm. kind of my, what I'm trying to fight through and trying to wrestle with is what, what does this actually mean? Um, yeah, that's a fair but then assessment. You get the verses like, but then you get the verses like, where can I hide from your presence, O Lord? Like in Psalms, right? Mm. In the depths you are there. When in the heights you are there, it's like, oh, well, he's everywhere. Right? And we get mm. we get these contrasts throughout scripture where God is everywhere. Does that include hell? Right. And and I think that's where I'm at with it. I'm not I'm not full on board with saying you went to hell, but at the same time, I'm not full on board saying he didn't. So unfortunately, mm. I don't know if I can uh, land on a certain topic here. I, I'm leaning towards he didn't just because I can't see definitively that he went to hell from the verses we looked at. Mm. Doesn't mean I'm done looking at it, though. I mean, I still have to keep wrestling with this idea. Mm. We're just going to die. Lord of the Rings, I'll have to watch it again, maybe, and <laughs> get my theology yeah. right. Well, and well, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, you, I think we should just uh, let's bring it together. Uh, let's kind of summarize everything. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's let's. We're well, gonna try to land the plane here, maybe. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna. Okay. Oh, oh. No, I just I I can't I can't say where I was at. Um, you say he'd go to he did go to hell. I say he didn't. Um, right. But I think overall, you can kind of land on either side as long as you have a reason to land on either side. Right. Like, do you not think like it's it's you have to study for yourself and look into old Testament, what that means, new Testament, different, different ideas of it. But um, yeah, I think we can agree on what happened is the important part. Right. And I don't, I don't want this to be a cop out. uh, What I'm going to say, I'm not going to always land here, uh, but I think this is a paradox. I think it's okay to sit there. If, If people want to sit there, I think it's fine. This is an issue where I don't think you have to definitively land somewhere. But I will say, if a church recites in the creed, he descended to hell, I'm okay with that. If a church yeah. recites, he descended to the dead, I'm okay with that. Uh, I would agree. Because yeah. um, I think there's greater unity found in that. Just for the sake of unity, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Jesus defeated yeah, because, death. Because yeah, if you read the next line, the line before that, I mean, though, like it, it, like those, it, the whole thing together is the important part, right? That's what you're proclaiming, not just that one line mm-hmm. that people kind of tug back and forth against. Well, should we end it there? I think we should end it there. It's been a good conversation. Wow, that was just fantastic. <laughs> It certainly was, Drew. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's, it's interesting listening to yourself back, eh? And uh, mm-hmm. listening to yourself talk about something, and then it's like, oh, gee, I don't know if I, uh, I don't like how I said that. You always pick up all the things you yeah. didn't like what you said, right? Uh, exactly. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> like, um, and then you pause for three minutes trying to think of what you're trying to say. <laughs> 
Oh man. Like I said before, it's interesting that uh, that my mind keeps changing. I think that's okay. I'm okay keeping a change my mind about these things. I'm not stuck on one thing, that's for sure. Well, and we're going we're 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 just going along with our mission. It's okay to think differently. Just because we say something Absolutely. doesn't mean we have to uh, stick with that the whole time. So again, Absolutely. thank you listeners for joining us. Please come again next week as we talk about hell. And uh, <laughs> I should re-record that. I'm going to say that again. Or, or as we used to say on the playground, H-E double hockey sticks. <laughs> right, exactly. So uh, you can join this conversation once again. If you, if you want to get your two cents in, we'd really like to hear what you have to say about all of this. Uh, if you did happen to listen again, or if the listenership just dropped right off, like, is anybody actually listening to what we're saying well, right now? Well, you know what? When I look at a new, when I go to a new podcast, I always look at the most recent ones. Uh-huh. I hardly ever go to the beginning. Mm-hmm. So hopefully some of you who didn't go to the beginning now you can listen to this one. Yeah. All right. You know where to join the conversation, Facebook and Instagram at Perry's Ponderings. Uh, where did Jesus go when he died? Uh, you can send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash the pondercast. You can email us. Uh, what can they email us? Um, feedback Perry. episode ideas yeah. at perrysponderings at gmail.com. And uh, until next week, keep pondering. Keep pondering. Keep Put that pondering. at the end. Keep pondering. Keep pondering, kids.